0: Hello everybody, it's Grizzly from Lexington, Kentucky, from around the world, it's coast to coast, we have a special VIP backstage, you're not going to believe who it is, somebody special, writes many books, Ain't that right, Mr. Carter, yes sir it is,
1: Grizzly, all, all right,
0: right. right. Well, why don't you tell us a little about yourself
2: well uh i've been researching uh sasquatch for oh 12 15 years somewhere there you know kind of a blur as when it started but uh, uh i'm with bfro as we speak today and uh i've uh had a hundred uh reports published to bfro and I've spoken to about 350, 400 witnesses and counting. It's just crazy that people are coming out of the woodwork. But uh, I've led four expeditions for BFRO, three in Missouri, one in Illinois. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, uh, I've consulted on the Finding Bigfoot, the Animal Planet TV show, the original one for uh, Kansas, yes. Missouri. And... Uh, that's really it. I was a rock and roll drummer for 20 years. I did comedy for about five years and, uh, did real estate for 25. I'm still there sort of, but, uh, the uh, Sasquatch thing has uh, completely taken over my body and my mind. You know? Oh, I see. So how not the older than that. Yeah. So, uh, no, I've, uh, I've seen a lot of things, done a lot of things as many have, you know? Um, and so I, uh, i had to write a book cuz you know I, I, after having 100 reports published i had just a pile of really cool reports you know and i thought well i'll put a book together cuz some of them were darn interesting you know and you know i put in my you know theories of structures and they can count they have a language and you know, everything that kind of goes with it but then when i started doing the podcast thing in 20 20, that's when my first book came out in March 2020, COVID came out, so everybody was trapped and had, you know, a captive audience, so to speak, well, i got nothing to do, I'll listen to this guy, you know, so, but people started calling me and contacting me from that first book, because they had stuff that they wanted to tell, and nobody would listen to them, or if they did, they kind of made fun of them, mocked them, you know, because it was a paranormal uh, quantum uh abstract esoteric skill sets uh that are outside the uh, ape only uh contingent and so that's where the second book came from actually there was four books i condensed them into two of you know first edition and second i'm working on uh, a third book now uh because stuff's still rolling in and you know uh that's kind of where i'm at you know so how'd you get involved
0: in this what made you get your right foot into the field
2: and get you dive deep into it. Well, probably like many, uh, I saw in search of with Leonard Nimoy and he had the Patty film on there. Of course, back then it was a a big hoax. Obviously uh, a guy in a suit and blah, 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 you know, until it comes out with it. Well, they didn't have the technology to make that kind of suit and they probably barely have it now but they certainly didn't have it then, so that got me hooked, and, you know, and that was when I was about 10, and I always had this feeling, or I won't call it knowledge, but a feeling that there was more to the world than they were telling us about everything, you know, uh, paranormal, uh, Sasquatch, UFOs, everything. I just, I just always had this knowing that well they gotta be there's more because there's just too many weird things going on and i was aware of some weird things at a young age and i just that's where it started you know and then uh, my wife and i went on a vacation about 15 years ago to uh washington state and uh i we went took a hike hopefully to see something but we didn't see anything but i found a geocache box chained to a tree you know what the geocache thing is yeah the, it's a game where people worldwide you give somebody coordinates and oh they yes, yeah yeah and so what you do and they leave something there for you to open you open it and you take something out and you put something in and then you leave the date you, there's a little log anyway so when i opened this box uh there was a bigfoot researcher card in there and so oh well, I'm supposed to see this. This is cool. So I, I called the guy when we got back home and said, how do I get in uh, to be uh, an investigator? How do I, you know, what do I got to do? And so you have to go on a couple of expeditions. I, I made an uh, uh, investigator very quickly. In fact, I started taking over for the guy doing the uh, expeditions here in Missouri because he wasn't doing a great job. And so oh, I, wow. I, took, I took over and started doing uh, expeditions, you know, and, uh, so that got me into all this in, uh, my first expedition. I watched one vanish in front of me, uh, on a the thermal overnight. And that told me, uh, I need to get off the train I'm on and get on another train, leaving another station to the quantum, perhaps paranormal aspects. You know, paranormal is not a dirty word. I think woo's kind of a dirty word, but paranormal just means it's not normal. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't throw all kinds of things in there. It's just, it could be, it is a catch-all phrase, but that's what got me going. And here I am. Mm. So you said you had one on
0: thermal and it just disappeared.
2: Yeah. uh, The thing was we had a, uh, and this area has now become one of my research areas uh, here in Missouri. It's just, it's very active. And I would say 90% of the time I go, I, have something happen to me, I find something that tells me they're still uh, communicating with me. So, but uh, we split into two groups on the expeditions of the NIDOP and this one group, we started in one spot and we walked slowly toward a certain point that was about, you know, about a mile away. And they were gonna take this road, a long road around and make a circle and join us back at a certain spot. Well, they got lost and we were down on a holler uh, as were they, and so the radios were not working. You know, we had you know two-way radios; they were not working all that great. So uh, I'd been recording most of the night, but you know, say, "Well, screw this! I'm not gonna run my batteries," and that's the last time I'll ever say that. I'll burn up all my batteries and bring thousands of dollars of extra batteries in the future. But <laughs> I quit recording, but I was just scanning, looking for them because we we had stopped. We're in silent mode. We were just sitting in the woods on this path, waiting for them to join us. So I I saw this thermal hit coming through the woods. I'm going, Oh God, finally, here they are. God, here we are. Good. They're here. They're safe. Everything's good. And I'm watching them come around the bend and it's not them. It's a Sasquatch. It's just about seven and a half, eight foot tall. We checked it later and it took one step on the second step. It just poof. And it was a perfect thermal image and no, I wasn't recording and you know, Yes, I'm a dummy. But, you know, that happens a lot. You know, I've got much more intelligent people that were in better spots that did not get a photo either. It's just the way it is. You know how it and is, isn't it? But right. It's over and you didn't record. But anyway, so uh, it, on the second step, it just, it, it was a perfect heat signature. And then it just, it was like a flash bulb went off. And then all that was left was like a little. Oh, like a smoke ring like a little vapor around it and then it just dissipated into the forest this would have been october uh i think in 2012 or 13. and i went that ain't right that ain't a dummy let's you know my equipment was fine i was not stoned i wasn't high i wasn't on any kind of uh, psychotic drugs i'm not a paranoid schizophrenic i have any mental issues that would make me see something my equipment was top of the line FLIR equipment you know I mean I, I, I do it right and it was just like okay well I can't be listening to you guys anymore the guys that got me into it uh and I, I've I've got to go the other way and and since then things continue to happen and I continue to get all these reports from people hearing me on a podcast like yours they'll go Wait, that happened to Uncle Bob about 12 years ago. Remember he told us? But they don't, no one talks about it because they get laughed at and scoffed at, especially if it's in the normal quantum uh, mechanics realm, you know. So that's my Cliff Notes version of how I got to where I am right here. Well,
0: that's pretty awesome. It really is. Because you do, you actually have, Two two uh, sets of believers. You have the flesh and blood, then you have the people like uh like you.
2: Yeah. You know. Well yourself.
0: You know, I tell people, hey, you have to have an open mind, you know, yeah, because everybody experiences or encounters something different. And once oh, you yeah. do, it changes your, your 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 thought process. It should, you know.
2: You know, there's really three camps. There's I believe they're dumb apes. I believe there's poly something else, and I don't care one way or the other if they exist. That's great, you know, but it's not something I follow. They they discover new species of animals, plants, amphibians uh, daily, weekly. You hear about it, you know. They just find that Chinese skull over in China that's a million years old, and supposedly it fills a gap between uh, you know the uh, Cro-Magnon and Denisovan or the uh, I'm not sure what the other branches, but it fills in a blank and not that I believe in evolution, but that's what my example is that they're discovering new things every day. So, and and just, you know, having an open mind doesn't mean you believe it just means you're going to consider it. That's all it is. I'll, I'll, I'll consider that, you know, Uh, it's my Brussels sprouts theory, you know, uh, I don't really like Brussels sprouts, you know, but. If someone puts them on my plate, I'll pretend to eat them, especially at somebody's house. You know, and I, actually, I'm lying. I love Brussels sprouts, but that's my theory this if you put something that somebody doesn't like on your plate, you just kind of move it around a little bit, and make it look like you're eating it, and so it makes make sure the host is happy, but you don't really want to eat it. You know, uh, but you're going through the motions. Same thing with this. You know, you just if you're interested in the subject, have an open mind because you know we are all taught from the day you exit the birth canal we're all taught how the world is for the first 20 years of your life from preschool to high school to maybe three or four years of college you're told how the world is you're handed books and you're taught things and the social media everything tells you this doesn't exist this does this might you know, UFOs don't exist. Oh, wait, they do. The government lied to us. So already, we're already screwed with, you know, false data in our, in our, in our mind. So when you see something, you go, is that a UFO? No, government says they don't exist. That's probably Jupiter. You know, if you see a Sasquatch, well, they don't exist. So it's uh, it's a guy in a suit. So we're conditioned not to believe these things anyway. And it's only after you get out of the environment where you're constantly being educated and into the environment where you're being, you know, uh, programmed, which is all kind of the same thing. Then you start going, you know, that doesn't really make sense. Let me look into that. So that's, that's kind of my theory on all that. You know, we're, we're programmed, you know, when you were born, uh, Six months later, you already, you know, knew certain things about your parents, you knew the house, you knew, but once you get into preschool, two, three years old, you start getting taught how to read, right? And so you're 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 managed, your education is managed, and we don't have any choice, you know. And so you know, 20 years of that, and no wonder a lot of people just don't believe some of the things they see because they they don't exist.
0: And I agree with you, and I always always tell my um uh... Guest on the show, my interviewees, that we are conditioned. The scientist tells us what does exist and what does not exist. They tell us what we do not hear, but we have heard. Yep. And, uh, you know, we have, I call monsters that wash upon beaches across the globe they don't know where they come from. They don't know what they are. And one thing I don't understand, they don't come back with a flatbed truck, pick it up, take it back to lab. The city government or the government comes with tobacco, digs a hole in the beach, and buries it right away. Yep. And they don't take any samples.
2: They may already have one. You know what I mean? Could be. You know, that, that, that's my thing. You know, the government knows about Sasquatch, Trust me, they do. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know, hands they down. know, they've already been lying to us, so they're going to lie to us as long as they can. You know, the good thing is that the technology that us mere humans have in our hands nowadays, you know, the new Apple phone that can take a picture of you before you were born, that kind of stuff. You know, there's all kinds of technology out there, so it, it, there's going to come a point where they just can't lie anymore, and that's the thing with the UFO. Somebody slipped that out. The tic tacs, whether it was intentional or not, uh, they threw us a bone to shut us up for a while, and well, we're going to look into that. But we're pretty sure that that's not our technology. We can't do that. It wasn't made here on Earth. We'll get back to you. So they shut us up for another couple, two, three years. You know, we go, ooh, goody, goody. They finally admitted it, but we're not getting anything out of it. You know, we got zero uh, more data other than we don't know what it is, but we do have a video of it, and we didn't make it, so it's not from here. Other than yeah
0: that, what what are they prepping this for though that's my question good
2: question i mean that is you know uh it, the, the theories abound about all that you know uh, whether it's a, an alien takeover or the coronavirus vaccines we have already started to be set up and once whatever it, what, what if something in our bodies is on a time release mechanism and you know five years after you get the vaccine you turn into you know a zombie or a programmable human you know that just takes his paycheck and dumps it into the government which we're already doing anyway right but yeah but who knows what they're prepping us for you know But I think uh, you know the reason uh, my main contention is that the reason that we don't know anything about the Sasquatch is because there's so much more to them than just another undiscovered species on the planet if that was just another Ape, they're they're showing up, you know, new bonobos and chimps and you know, spider mouse, all kinds of different new species. Amazon jungle, they've got monkeys that haven't even been processed yet. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. So what's the big deal? You know, uh there, there's two main components, but I think you know, they are vastly superior to us uh intellectually, uh, and they have skill sets whether they can change their vibrational frequencies they are they do have a language Uh, i know they can count i got that in my first book they can count and they don't do it all the time but in 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 certain situations they will count uh, to let others know there's humans in the forest uh, or what have you Uh, so but that reason alone would be well we can't tell anybody that you know and the other camp on that belief is well you know if they admitted that they existed they are a cousin of man, uh, then we'd have to shut down all of lumber, all the paper follow. All the the we'd have to, we'd have to shut everything down, you know, and, you know, millions of jobs, billions of dollars would be frozen. Just like happened with the, uh, with the ivory billed woodpecker so many years ago. That they, the they shot, shot it out. Yeah. Spotted out. Yeah. They just, they clamped everything down. Well, that torqued off, you know, the government loses the revenue from the, uh, you know, the parks, uh, you know, income, the, the national parks, Follow uh, the money. lumber and, uh, uh, paper companies, same thing, you know, and I've got, I've got a really good story about that in my second book, uh, where a guy was on a Canadian crew and, uh, a lot of things happened, but he was basically uh, working for a tree planting crew and they said, you didn't see anything you didn't hear anything you say a word you'll never work in this industry again try me i mean and, and that's a threat and that happens a lot you didn't see nothing you know so anyway i think that's why they don't say anything about it because they are superior to us in many many ways we look at them and go huh, they look a gorilla how can they be superior to us intellectually how can they have these skill sets you know it's like well they can have these skill sets because they do, and we as humans probably used to have those skill sets before we progressed ourselves to the point where we don't have to do anything. We don't have to think for ourselves. You know, we have a car, we have a computer, we have a phone. Those three items alone make us lazy. Humans, we absolutely have the worst night vision in the entire planet. Insects can see better at night than we can. You know, so we've we've got to the point where we're so lazy and we just don't need to use the, the skills we used to have because we have things to do it for us so we can sit back and get fat and watch TV, you know, or whatever else we want to do. So I think that's why they don't mention them, you know, and they, they go back in history. There's not a indigenous tribe in the North American continent and most of the world that does not have a word for Sasquatch. So there's something to that, unless there's 20 million people that are hallucinating over the eons or Hey, there's something out there, you know,
0: Well, basically you took all the words out of my mouth. Cause I usually say the same thing on every, every show. And yeah. That's what I kept saying. Follow the money.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Follow the money, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, and all the lobbyists and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, I have a, uh, a witness, uh, she's not in one of my books. Uh, she lives in a, uh, state, uh, bordering Canada. We'll just leave the location out of there, but basically, uh, her land was being trespassed on and the land of others by, uh, the big paper or lumber companies, uh, up in Canada because they were using their land, just a short bit of it to get up into the deep, deep woods so they could cut the old growth timber. Well, uh, the reason they were taking these shortcuts was because something was destroying the bridges they were trying to build to save about a 20-mile side trip that they were making. And... My witness and her husband were one of a group that were invited to uh, the governor's mansion in this undisclosed state to talk to somebody because they filed a petition about, you know, you guys need to get your act together. You keep tearing up our land uh, and you won't repair it and you're trespassing and you're tearing stuff up we don't want you to tear up. So you need to, they filed a petition. It took a while uh, for that to even happen. But anyway, uh, she and another group are waiting in the governor's mansion to go into a, a room and a session and have a, a chat with the governor, whoever they were supposed to deal with. And somebody came over and, and got my witness and took her into this room. Uh, and she was just thinking, well, since I was one of the lead people, I, I think I was just chosen to, to come look over the documents and tell everybody where to sit and all that kind of stuff. So she's reading this stuff. And it pretty much points out that somebody is destroying the bridges and infrastructure that we're trying to build so we don't have to trespass and go out of our way yet it keeps getting destroyed they were uh, destroying pylons they were uh, digging things up uh they wouldn't say who they were but it was obvious who they were referring to and she saw this document and it went into great detail I won't get into it, but it went into great detail. And then somebody came in and got her and said, oh, I'm sorry. This is, this is the wrong room. You're supposed to be in the next one over. I'm sorry. I'll take you over there. But she'd already read that stuff. And it's like, oh, what, you know, it, it was reference to them and those perpetrators, but they knew that if it was Indians or native Americans or, some other kind of group that just didn't want them tacking the force. They would have said, well, the, those people, you know, they would have named it by name, but it was like vague reference to a unknown. Something is all they would say. But, you know, so that's my whole point. This stuff happens weekly or monthly and in, in, in our world. I, I think it happens quite often. They know, you know, and so uh, that's why we just don't hear about it because there, like you said, there's a lot of money behind it, and because the real truth about who they might be and who we are, uh, nobody wants to hear that. At least that's what the government thinks. You know, we're not ready. You know? Well,
0: and the thing though is, is I interviewed somebody uh, about a month ago, and he I don't know if he's watching or not. He's probably watching me later, but. He lives in British Columbia and he's a Indian from a certain tribe and he actually gets hired five to eight weeks at a time to sit on logging equipment because it's damaged. Yeah. The windows get knocked out. The logs get thrown around. The generators are damaged and um, the camps just been destructive. You know, the offices are just, Tossed about in these little trailers, and you know, and he gets paid good money for days sitting there.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, does he need so. an assistant? Huh, does he need an assistant? I would, I'll, be, no, I'll, 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 I'll move <laughs> my
2: up there <laughs> right now. Probably but, to know, I probably have, you know, I
0: mean, <laughs> and he'll tell me, Hey, you can't get a hold of me from here, from here. I got this job I got to do, and he'll tell me what it is, and uh. You know, and he uh, has a lot of encounters. Yeah, and he talks about them on the show quite a bit. And uh, it's just it's just amazing how people won't come out admitted or admitting what is causing the problems and what is going on. Yeah, you know, a I don't think people could handle the truth. Number one, number two, if America did announce that we didn't have Sasquatch. You know, I think every redneck would get their shotguns, rifles, and four wheel drives, and a country boy will survive. Yeah, and have fun for a little while. You know, try to. Yeah, no, but, I, know,
2: I know, I know, people like that. They're 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 chopping at the bit.
0: Yeah, you know, but you look at uh, Bigfoot Expedition, uh, one of their last shows that they premiere uh, for the season in. Uh the older guy in the pickup truck they ran across in the woods wouldn't know why they were there and that they had a permit, and they are like, oh, yeah, we have a permit to be here, and we're filming, and and we're filming you, but we're not going to, you know, show your face, you know, but everybody that knows this guy is going to know him because of his truck, because it's, it's an older pickup truck. Yeah. And he opened up his cell phones, and he was like, yeah, my buddy's in the forest industry, and he took pictures of the Sasquatch nest that he comes across of and and they, they were looking at him like, oh my gosh, you know, and all the beds that he found, you know, on the ground and up in the trees. And and all of a sudden, the government exercised the eminent domain and swiped two or three thousand acres, put up a 10, 12 foot fence with barbed wire, you know, that's hanging out. Yeah. So you can't get in. So, what does that tell you?
2: Well, you just spelled it out. I mean, that's what it tells you, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. So, you know, you have the flesh and blood group, and you have the paranormal group, then you have the UFO with Bigfoot. You know, really? I don't know, because everybody's encounters are different yeah everybody thinks they know the truth, but we don't. Mm-hmm. There are no experts in in any of this field. no nope. we all theorize and assume and assume unfortunately, like we all know, growing up makes an ass out of you and me. Mm-hmm. So you know we base everything off the facts as we see them unravel in front of our eyes. And what we see, you know, maybe UFOs and Sasquatch go hand in hand. You know, I don't know. You know, I've never seen a Sasquatch go into a UFO. But people swear up and down. They see Sasquatch or Bigfoot either before or after UFO. You know, they see them before or after orbs. You know, but like I said, everybody's encounters are different. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. And with you taking your reports, what are you finding out?
2: Well, you know, speak of the devil. Uh, in my second book, I have a guy that had uh, six hours of missing time with a Sasquatch event. Six hours, you know. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you're familiar with Michael Harrell uh, from the Pork and Bean Show. Yeah, I heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A while back, it's been like 20 years or so, I don't remember how far back, but quite a while back, he did a study with, uh, and it was worldwide uh, interviewing people who had been abducted by aliens, and the people could only be interviewed if they were awake the entire time from the time they were abducted to the time they were returned to their home, bed, wherever they were, vehicle, whatever. And so so they were interviewing to see what races of aliens were also seen, not the humans that were abducted, but what other species of aliens were seen. And they took the top five or six groups. You know, you have the the Nordics, the Greys, you know, uh, the reptilians, that kind of stuff. And so Sasquatch was in that six As something they, most people, I think 70% had seen Sasquatch on the craft. Were they taken abducted for experiments and research like most humans are you know they they take women they impregnate them they have their babies much quicker than than we would uh cattle horses you know all those kind of you know uh research dna where they're you know taking the tongues and the eyes and certain you know soft tissue uh they saw Sasquatch so my first thought was well maybe they're abductees as well they're just another form of life on the planet that needs to be researched, but not walking around mingling with everybody like, Hey, what's going on? You know, right? Hey, Hey, reptilian, Bob, what's going on? Well, not much Sasquatch, Sam, how's it going? You know, I mean, they're on there and they're supposed to be there. They're, they're there because they're part of the game, so to speak and it, this was all over the world, like Finland and Europe and, you know, everywhere. This was from all over, and it was a long thing. And you could, you know, uh, I've got a list that I've got from him. Uh, I could probably try to find it forward it to you. But it, it talks about the things that UFOs, aliens, and Bigfoot have in common. Theories, again, you know. But if they can come and go at will, like we know the aliens can, Oh, and they disappear in front of people's eyes, walk into a tree and do not walk out the other side and just appear to vanish. Well, what the heck is that? You know, if that's not superior to us in almost every way, shape or form, what is, you know, so if that's real stuff, well, we gotta look into it. You know, there's something, there's something there. So I believe it's possible. That there is, you know, uh, and, and again, that's part of my schooling is that, well, that's just a dumb ape. He can't drive a car. He can't drive, drive a UFO. That's ridiculous. Of course they can't. They don't even exist. So, you know, that, that, that sneaks into your head a little bit, you know, just because you're programmed that way. You know, and I recognize it. I just discard it as soon as I can. So, but, you know, we don't know that until we know what they're hiding from us. We have to take everything and put it on the plate. You know, yep. to not do so would be uh, disingenuous to research, you know, outlandish, crazy and bizarre as it might seem. Put it in the pot because you don't know. You That's know? right. You don't. You know. And here, if the government even tells us, yes, Sasquatch do exist and no, they're not aliens. How do we know not to believe that? You know what I mean? It, it, because right. they lied so long. So the lie will trump the truth. Because the truth is, truth is always tainted, you know, uh, with a little bit of disinformation, you know. Uh, so yeah, it, it's 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 a conundrum. But that that's why I'm into this, you know, is uh, to get these stories out of people seeing these beings, and their beings are not creatures; they're they're beings doing and saying. Amazing things that you can't explain. Yeah. And so, uh, too many people are coming out and, you know, they don't want attention. They don't want their names out. They don't want their locations. They just want to tell their story and get it off their chest and hear from somebody. Yeah, and I i will explain it away if I can, but if I can't, you're on to something. You know, I mean, is it a guy? Is it a bear? Is it whatever? You, know, you, you, I look at everything. Logically and realistically, and if I can explain it away with potential terrestrial explanations, I'll throw that out there just because I want to be honest with folks. But you know, at least 40 50 percent of it, you cannot explain the things away that they're telling you, you just can't because 500 other people, 500,000 other people are telling the same story. To people right now that aren't listening or don't want to listen don't want to hear it so they shut up so you know you, you have you have to consider. Almost everything you know and i've been i've been attempted hoaxed a couple times there's a couple of people that go yeah okay I got you okay you know. You know, you can interview people certain ways and you'll know a hoax when you see it. You know, sometimes don't get
0: me wrong. You got little Johnny out there in the woods running around in an ape suit drunk trying to play jokes on people. Come on. It happens.
2: Yeah. Well, that's how you get shot, too.
0: Yeah. That's,
2: <laughs> you know, that's that guy. In that's, Idaho.
0: Absolutely right. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, talking about what you're saying is absolutely true and people need to open up their minds and they need to think outside the box yeah and you yeah. got these people and no and i'm going to throw this out to all the admins and moderators on facebook thank you so much for letting me uh, live broadcast on your groups thank you i greatly appreciate that uh but you know you got some groups out there that are only flesh and blood only but then you look at the reports and people's eyewitness counters like yours that you're getting and you saw, and you're like, there's more to it.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. You just can't throw the baby out with a bathwater to take a hundred year old saying and throw it in there, you know? Right. Uh, so, so here's here, here's an example. You're uh, married, been married for 20 years you know, when your spouse is full of crap or not, and you go camping, one of you see something incredible, the other one doesn't, other one doesn't. So you go, Oh honey, that must've been a bear or it must've been a deer standing on his hind legs, eating low hanging fruit or must've been a guy in a suit. And you go, there's no way that, that doesn't exist. That didn't happen. So your spouse, the person you have the most trust in supposedly, hopefully is already discounting you. So, and some of them are really kind of rude and hateful about it. I know a couple of people that have lost relationships, uh, including my guy in this book, you know, the second book here, uh, he's lost a wife and a couple of girlfriends over repeated 30 years worth of activity that just took a toll on his personal life. So, you know, uh, You've got people, you know, that you trust in and you you spill your guts and they don't believe you and they shut you down. And so that causes rifts in relationships and that causes problems with, you know, uh, veracity, you know. Well, if I told you something like that, I believe you. You're my wife, you're my husband, you're my longtime Girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, significant other. I know you really well. You wouldn't bullshit me. Excuse my French. That's uh, actually English, but it's French for now. Right, right. But, you know, uh, sorry, Facebook, if I cursed. But anyway, so you should believe them until you find a reason not to. Don't just not believe them because. You just don't believe automatically you hear something like that. Go, that's baloney. You know, Uh, you hear it from Bob across the street. Well, yeah, I know Bob. I've seen him. He's had a few beers too many times. I kind of see him out there. I think he, you know, uh, just not really, you know, reliable as far as stories go, you know. But if you can't tell, you know, have that conversation in private if you have to with your spouse and go, well, you saying that, I believe you. I can see in your eyes. I can see your emotion. I know you had this experience. You know, it, it's it's even a little different if you know Bob goes hunting with the guys and they all come back with, oh my God, you won't believe what we saw. You know, and I'll share y'all sitting around the campfire doing fireball shots and you got smashed and you saw, you know, an alien and a, you know, Jesus Christ coming down out of the tree or whatever. So, you know, you're going to discount that. But, you know, when you're together, but you're separated and one sees something, one doesn't, or even if not, how do you discount something someone told you after 20 plus years of marriage or 10? I mean, you know, you know them, you know, when they're full of crap. You know, if they got tears in their eyes and they're shaking and they're, uh, I'm not going back in the woods again. That ain't baloney. You know, you have to listen to that. And if you're just got any kind of decency or curiosity as a human, you know, uh, you, you have to listen to that. You just can't blow it off, you know. And the same thing, you know, uh, and, you know, uh, the population is another thing that people uh, debate about. And of course, since we don't know, how many where they are, how they're dispersed, you know, where they hide, uh, you know, I think there's far more on the planet than many people will admit. Or because we don't know. Look at the cave system that runs almost coast to coast in north to south and uh, in, in just the United States. There's all kinds of places they could be, you know. So you you just have to have an open mind about all this. Nobody wants to believe that there's a whole other world going on outside the one they inhabit. You know, well, that can't be because newspapers and social media says it can't be, so that can't be. So, you know, but, you know, the cave system, the sightings, the 411 missing, I mean, there's all kind of a a cluster, and they all all kind of happen in the same areas in in the country, including Canada and Alaska, you know. Uh, So, anyway, it's just a a conundrum. But I'm I'm just going to fight to the death, you know, uh, on that we should listen to these people. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's just theory, like you said. uh, There are no experts. I'm no expert. Uh, You know, I can barely figure out the word documents. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, there's some things I'm good at, and some things I'm not. You know, but listening to people and understanding that you are affected you know i've sat with so many of these people face to face or on a zoom call like we're doing and you can see it they gotta stop and take a break uh because they're too freaked out about remembering it now unless you've got an acting resume or you've got a desire to you know be an actor actress you're not going to sit there and, and go through all that you know for just a little well i guess a few people would for a few moments of jollies you know getting one over on the old guy you know the, the sasquatch guy you know <laughs> i sure fooled him you know yeah but those people uh invariably when they go out in the woods and actually do have an experience they're the first ones that come running and they're like oh my god i you know uh, i never thought this was possible but oh my gosh you know i've been in these woods 20 years they don't exist if I if they existed i'd have seen them by now and All of a sudden, in the 21st year, you do see one. And it's like your 20 years of, you know, hateful, you know, denial is washed down the toilet in one fell swoop. And that happens a lot. You know, your convictions are overturned. And that's not in the court of law. It's the court of Sasquatch. You
0: know, so you're right. I mean, I have grown men that has been in special forces. That actually seen some Mm -hmm. or one and has PTSD over it and refuses to even go near the woods. Yeah. And it's sad, but I will say it in the court of law, and most of the time you're guilty until proven yourself innocent. You know, and that's sad. Yeah. Now in 1954, Allegedly, you know, people have supposedly come forward, and it's been documented, that Eisenhower met with aliens in a military hangar on a base and signed a treaty. So, the granddaughter came forward last year and said that actually happened. Yep. You know, people speculate what was on that treaty. You know, we'll never know. But you know, you bring up one of my other topics I like talking about is four one one. Yep. I don't live far from the Appalachian Trail. You know, look at the Yosemite, Yellowstone, the National Parks, Alaska Triangle. Well heck, you know, Alaska Triangle a couple years ago was sixty thousand plus missing. And, you know, one of my interviewees and I got into a debate. I'm not going to say argument. It was a debate. So we started out at 100%, 100%. And each time he gave me a valid reason why somebody went missing, and I gave him a percentage. And I was very thoughtful in giving him percentages. You know, when it comes to suicides, Gave them 10%, you know, people falling through their eyes, 15%, you know, but well, we got always down to around 50, 55% that was unexplainable. And when I say unexplainable, I'm talking about no clothes, no backpacks, no bicycles, no guns, no camping gear, and they just vanish. Yeah. Now, how how can somebody explain that to me?
2: Well, you can't logically, but you know, if you take a map, and you've probably I know you've seen these, but you know, uh, it, it's interesting uh, correlation. You take the map of the known cave systems in the United States, you take an overlay of the missing 411s, and you take another overlay of the sasquatch reports or of sightings which are kind of dubious but if you lay that over they all match they they all match they could be living in the cave systems some of these people could be taken into the cave systems the aliens supposedly have underground bases Dulce New Mexico I mean all that kind of stuff they've been this has been going on forever you know as eisenhower and truman because you know i live here in uh, kansas city independence is just down the street so harry truman's home you know laura eisenhower i think she still lives in kansas i'm not sure that's where eisenhower's from Uh, they're trying to portray her as a nut you know but uh yeah supposedly they did sign an agreement you can come take our people off the planet you can do experiments for dna and Longevity research, whatever you need, and we in turn will provide you with timely uh, and necessary when we deem it so technology, you know, stuff you don't get from uh, crashed craft and things of that nature. So, but yeah, there, there is something going on, you know, and you know, if, if the ETs, aliens live underground, as is often reported, theorized. And all the battles in the underground bases, you know, uh, you hear in New Mexico and Utah, uh, some of these incredible firefights went on between aliens and humans, you know. Uh, who's to say? We're just we're just pawns on this planet. We work, give the government most of our money and we can eke out a little in existence. And that's what we're here for, you know, and we keep reproducing. Uh, so we can keep more money flowing, you know, I mean, it, it, if you look at it from that monetary point of view and work and, you know, you've got human specimens all over the planet. So, so why not? Because no one wants to believe that kind of stuff is even possible. That's so Star trek and or well-ian. that just is impossible. That's just, that would not happen in a million years, you know. How do we know? We don't know, you know. The more far-fetched takes more incredible proof or evidence, you know, and that's, that's another thing is evidence, you know, you've had, Grizzly, you've had your experience, I've had my experience, other people have their experiences, you can't take that away from anybody. You can say, "Ah, oh, you're full of crap, that didn't happen, you saw something, you had a bad taco for lunch or something, you were sick, something, you know, that couldn't happen, you know, but you talk to people who are having these things and they're like devout and they are like, no, this is what happened. This is what I saw. I, again, I'm not a drunk. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a druggie. Uh, my eyes are working fine. I'm not uh, paranoid schizophrenic or schizophrenic, which is only two of the really, uh, known maladies where you can actually hallucinate something that's not there other than PTSD. And those are in specific, you know, incidents. So, you can't take that away from people that stuff's happening so you can't just pigeonhole it you can stick your head in the sand and, and deny it but uh, uh the stuff i'm hearing and stuff these people are so heartfelt and so sincere uh you you know 95 percent of the people i've talked to by the time i get through with a pre-interview and other things this stuff's going on it's just flat out happening you know and I want to try to get the word out there, you know? So the next book I'm working on is going to be 85 to 90% paranormal, uh, Sasquatch events. Because these are, I know these people, you know, and they're happening, you know, most of these people I've gotten to know, uh, and some I don't, but I, I interview pretty thoroughly. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I know this is going on and just nobody wants to talk about it or admit it. You know, and, and, you, and you said that
0: over and over. And it was a couple of weeks ago I couldn't sleep, you know, because of my pain level and so forth. And I was up past six o'clock in the morning and I kept thinking about what you said and other people said to me the same thing. Then I stood back and I looked at the community on Facebook, how it's not united and how they don't share their experiences with each other or evidence with each other. And it's like, for example, do you know or do you realize that in a foot, a Bigfoot foot is evidence, every two inches equals approximately a foot on Bigfoot.
2: Do you realize that? Yeah, it's about the same with humans too isn't it I mean you, yeah. you, you, your finger length, your leg, your uh, knee to your leg to your ankle length your uh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, a familiar. lot of people don't know that so that's no. another tool they
0: they can use in their toolbox. So the more and more I thought about how groups are not integrated and they don't share with other groups what they find, What they experience or what they encounter with, you know, like what you're doing, I started a group up and it's called Share Your Evidence Podcast, EVPs, Footprints, Howls and Growls. This is where anybody can go in there, put any type of evidence they want, and in my groups, there's no trolling, no arguing, no emojis. And the good thing is, is that you can hit a little button in each one of my groups and you can post it honestly. And the reason why is I have state police. I have mediums. I have psychics, I have first responder, I have police and a few, a few civilians on my team. So I got a good mixture Mm -hmm. and I got, you know, some people in the groups that are the same way and a little bit higher And they tell me, Chris or Grizzly, I have encounters, but, you know, I can't post anything because my job, I I have a chance to lose, lose my position. Yeah. So, you know, and I explained to them, you know, how you could post that stuff and nobody knows about it and they're thankful. And that third group opened up to share your evidence is actually, you know, taken off pretty well in less than a week. And the only thing I can say is, is, you know, I can try. It's up to the group members, admins, and members of other groups to come involved and and come together and share what they do because maybe their tools that they're using in their toolbox can be shared with somebody else that doesn't know mm-hmm. and help them with
2: their investigations. You know? That sounds like a real altruistic and good idea, but it only takes one asshole to ruin the whole thing you know and you know i like your idea in in a perfect world that would be awesome but you know everybody in social media seems to want to be the first one want to be the one
0: the one or the one that knows all the facts and ones that are true
1: yeah and
0: okay. the other and, fear and, i have, well, I have some- Let me stop you right there for a second, and I'll let you finish. And I I apologize for interrupting.
1: You're fine, you're fine.
0: Now, I own a lot of other groups, and I'm a moderator for probably about 23 or 24 other groups that are not even related to the Supernatural, Bigfoot, anything, and not related to Challenge Coin groups at all. But I'm, you know, into Challenge Coins and so forth. And uh, I did the same thing for the Challenge Coins, but it was only admins and moderators across the board for all the coin groups. So if little Johnny acted up and didn't fulfill his part of the bargain on his trade or paid for his coin, you would come on to this group and say, hey, little Johnny didn't fulfill his uh, fulfillment on this trade or didn't pay. I booted him from his group. Well, all of us on the board with you and this group would find out We would all take the same action because we know it's gonna happen to us, so we're gonna cut it off before it happens. Mm -hmm. And it worked for the longest time until two people got an argument. So this time I want to make sure, do everything in my power to have that prevented. So I thought about that. So I'll go ahead and let you continue. Because you made that 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 was a valid point.
2: No, that it, No, yeah, and so uh, my other thing is the sharing of data. I've had photos that I shared in confidence with someone. Do not share electronically, you can show somebody, but do not put it out there on the internet for everybody to see. What happens? Boom, 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 boom. Look what I got. It, it looks like it's coming from this person. He got it from me or got it from somebody else who promised anonymity, And I won't share it. Don't worry about it. I just want to know. So I know and boom. And the police keeping for that is horrible because everybody wants the photo of that face or footprint or handprint on their Facebook page or their media page or website and to see how cool they are. Look what i got. Look what my research turned out, you know, and so you can never, uh, sleep well, knowing that that's not going to happen, you know, and there's copyright infringement, you know, and once I put stuff in my books, you know, they're copyright protected. If you want to peddle this as yours, well, I'm going to know about it and you're going to be in trouble and my lawyer will be in touch, you know, because you don't want erroneous data attached to that photo, you know, a, a, a completely different story, you know, and I've seen them take the photos and invert them. So they're reversed, and have a whole nother story, uh, throw backgrounds in there that are different from the original photo, people that are skilled enough to do that. And so it looks like it's theirs. It looks like for all practical purposes, you may have stolen it from them, you know? Well, you know. I, that's my, that's end my end fear
0: end. of sharing data. That's my main. And we're going to come back to that. Bo's got a question for you. Yep and it says is the guest promoting sasquatch as something other than an unknown primate?"
2: yeah i'm fairly convinced that they are much more than a primate i think they operate in our world just fine in our physical plane but they have the ability to come and go as they please whether they change their vibrational frequency uh, or they have other means of uh, hypnosis, hypnotizing you, they can use infrasound to uh, distract you, distort your perceptions, which has happened to me. And so, uh, yes, I, I believe uh, they are more than an unknown primate. Uh, they may be, because we're a primate, uh, but they may have skill sets that just, go way beyond anything we can believe right now. I believe that's entirely possible. Too many really credible people, like you mentioned, Grizzly. Really, you know, law enforcement, you know, scientists, uh, people that have education and they are stuck in a certain mindset because they are scientifically trained. Well, even they have to go, I can't explain that. I, I, I right. can't. And it happened to me. And I'm trained to say, no, that can't happen. I'm dealing with a witness right now who's got handprints inside her home on her windows. Brand new house they just built. And they're inside the house. They just built, they just they're still technically moving in. They're but she did a final clean on the house and sitting there admiring her brand new house just sitting in the sitting room and she sees a big handprint on the window. She's going who did that? I just cleaned these windows. All the workers are gone. Who did this? Husband, what are you doing? You know, she's pissed off. So she goes out there, grabs a ladder and a rag, goes up to clean it and rub it away. It's on the inside of the house. And she is now gone from vapor to vapor. <laughs> you know, she's gone and she's scientifically trained, you know, I can't reveal what field she's in but she's scientifically trained to, to you know this is a this is b it, it does not it, it, uh, add into anything but c It's a and b equals c that's how things are in the, in the scientific world well she's going you know I mean there's dermal ridges I'm gonna put this in the book too I, I, dermal ridges hair and the, the white uh, I forget what they call it there's a, a for the waxy buildup that's on their hands. There's a term for verbenum. I'm not sure what it is. Somebody come up with it. And uh, as you can see, I'm not a scientist, but I play one on podcasts, you know, I'm, you know,
0: I'm, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know.
2: uh, but uh, it's like, I'm I'm dumbfounded. And we're the only ones here. And these windows came straight from the factory, about 25 miles from our house to our house. And they were put in. And I've, you know, I I went around and cleaned all the handprints and everything off of it, on the outside, from all the workers, in and out. And that's, what do you do to that? Oh, see, Bodie doesn't like my theory. That's all right. You know,
0: know, and everybody has their own theory. And we said that at the beginning, Bo. Yeah. And everybody's own theory actually comes off their own independent experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, and everybody's experience is totally different. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, I have been told on and off the show that has like blown my mind that I think they have a mushrooms out in the field. Yeah and saying there's no way but then i go back and think you know well if bigfoot exists, and now people are seeing dog man then what about the other ones what about the rake the goat man and pope Lick monster and all this other stuff
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: all these are folk folklore or legends you know part of those come from the trees yeah they do you know, people are seeing something. Yeah. And these and people you're... that are seeing something are, you know, high officials and, and high members of society and not people on meth that are living on the streets and doing the meth walk. Yeah. Yeah. Some so, of my best
2: reporting people are cops, pilots. Yeah. You know, law enforcement, you know, military trained people just the facts you're trained to observe, take the notes. You're not to judge. You just take the facts as they're presented. And you, you know, in, in legal terms, you hand it over to the courts to decide if there's a crime. Well, you're taking the facts. I saw a UFO, Uh, I saw a Sasquatch walk into a cave and uh, it was nine foot tall and must've weighed a thousand pounds. And so you're just taking the data that, that people are giving you or that you have seen and let somebody else decide you know keep your personal things out of it and people are taking that data and going well it is what you said it is it's what else would it be you know it's just it's just too many people you know and uh yeah well uh, both says
0: grizz we're trying to convince mainstream science to take the topic seriously which is very hard, but if you take the woo train, science will never take this seriously. And we talked about the woo train earlier when the uh, show first started. Yeah, a mouse drive, but uh, and we're not trying to take the woo train. Uh, we're just going off of uh, people's experiences and his experiences with his thermal camera and so forth, and we're basing you know not only his experiences, but we're talking about other people's experiences that the uh, flesh and blood groups that don't believe in that actually does happen, that has been encountered, that is unexplainable. I think, did I say that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, BFRO's stance, and I've had, Arguments with Matt Moneymaker on this is that we don't want to discuss paranormal or quantum aspects because it's hard enough to get anyone to believe that these beings exist in the first place. You throw this other stuff in, it just clouds the water. And it does kind of what what, this Bodhi guy says person, I don't know if anyway. So, well and good, well and good, but to discount. You know if you're talking about science scientific community they want data their minds are already made up that these creatures beings do not exist they're not performing science in the classical sense their mind is made up but that doesn't exist so what what good is your research if you're excluding any and all data that might pertain to it Okay,
0: now I'm going to object, object, uh, or object right there. Yep. Now, I said this to one, one person on the show, and he said, prove it. He said, where is it documented? And I said, okay, you got me. But Mount St. Helens, we had a lot of reports, allegedly, of helicopters with cargo nets carrying large creatures out that were dead. Mm-hmm. That was the government. Yeah. to force fire 99 out Midwest two firefighters was working on the Sasquatch that was three quarters the way burned. NASA guard showed up took the body and told the firefighters you are not here you do not see this this was not here we were not here either and do not ever talk about this Well, you can't tell firefighters that first thing they do is went back and told everybody and so do I believe the government has bodies? Yes. Do I believe the scientists have DNA? Absolutely. Because we have cemented DNA so many times and it either comes back unconclusive, you know, which means we cannot register it with anything on earth, or they find it ninety eight percent human and two percent unknown. And with this eDNA, which are you familiar with?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I'll just start reading on it.
0: Yeah, where they can go to any lake, stream, creek, river, pond, whatever. It has water. And to me, it looks like a motorcycle gas filter. It's probably about this big. And it's got two hose or two nipples on it where they put a suction hose on it. And they take a drill and they siphon water through it for like 45, 50 seconds. And it could tell you every animal that lives there, walk through there, urinate there, even touch the water. And every time they come up with DNA, it's 98% human and 2% unknown primate. Now, that 2%, to a lot of people, they don't understand that that's not a lot. But in reality, from my understanding... Chimpanzees are 98% human and 2% primate.
2: Yeah, th- there's roughly 5%, depending on what data you look at, different. Roughly, eight approximately. Chimps and humans, you know, uh, bonobos, uh, you know, orangutan, orang-pendec.
0: Well, then they found a the third one and they didn't even know it existed, remember, back in some woods a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Now, Bo says, now they've proven that you can pull eDNA from error samples. Grizz, did you have a chance to read that case study? Uh, linked that last week. No, I did not. Now, I know the eDNA that you you can take. Uh, sorry, we keep moving the camera, ladies and gentlemen. Try and get a good picture. I know eDNA that you can go into the footsteps, take soils of the dirt, soils of the dirt, samples of the dirt. And they can get DNA from it, but I didn't know they can do it from the air. I mean, technology, and and let's stop right there, and let's talk about technology. 120 years ago, we went a horse and buggy. The first calculator built took up a whole floor of a building. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And now we got computers that are in the palm of our hands that are cell phones. My first computer was back in 96, 97, somewhere around there. And it cost me $2,800. And it was not even 300 megahertz. you remember all those? And I mean, yeah. we thought we were hot stuff. Yeah. And we had to dial up, you know, mode them.
2: Yeah, well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm on a computer. Hang up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, our cell phone has more computing power than the computers that took us to the moon. So, I mean, things have changed drastically. They can uh, do the eDNA with uh, COVID, they go to uh, water treatment plants and they can uh, see if the COVID, how widespread it is by taking samples of our wastewater. You know, you, you go to the bathroom, you take a shower, you drink, you brush your teeth, you spit your, your DNA into the so they can so they can do a lot of things. And so when they who was science say we don't have anything, because uh, we don't have a type specimen, well of course they do. They're just telling us we don't. And they say that well, you know, there is no official type specimen. That's why the DNA things come back as to percent human sometimes they'll say it's 50 50 you'll say it's a uh a female human and an unknown primate don't right. or, or vice versa I mean, if you're boiling the dna of a specific person or print or hand so so there is no type specimen according to science and if they had one they wouldn't tell us and you know why won't they tell us well the government the science gets most of their funding from the government and universities. And if you want to say there's a Sasquatch, we're cutting you off. No more checks. No more research. No That's why I
0: said all the money in the beginning.
2: Yeah, but here's yeah.
0: my question to you, okay? So we know Eisenhower signed a treaty back in 54 in that military hangar. Everybody said Hitler never had a flying saucer and it never flew. Then what was it 10 or 12 years ago? They found footage that Hitler had a flying saucer and it flew over the building. And mm-hmm. it was, I think, 10 or 12 second long footage. But they never found the UFO. They never found the technology he had. And he was he was ahead of his time. You know, just yeah, like no. Stalin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, no, now let's let's stop and think about this. Between 54 and up, our technology has dramatically increased and jumped. Is that from alien technology? Do we agree to give something to them? You know, humans? You can take humans from the parks and stuff, but not from homes or whatever, and trade for technology. You know, I mean we can theorize this all 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 day long
2: yeah and it's that's all it is theory that's all we're doing is theorizing you know but you know uh the the noise seems to be getting much louder you know uh in in the denial of it all you know i mean we all have questions and uh, we, we know that the government's not being true with us, you know, knowledge is power and power corrupts and all that kind of stuff, you know, so we're just the lemmings uh, getting to, you know, uh, reap the benefits of being on the planet and that's about it, you know. Uh, so we don't, it, it, it is all theory, but at least we're talking about it and putting it out there, you know, so someone scratch your head, well, you know, that makes sense or oh, that's a bunch of baloney, you know. Uh, well, but, that's true.
0: Yeah. But,
2: you know, looking
0: at everything, um, what is that term I was getting ready to say? Totality. Every civilization disappeared off the face of the earth without a trace. The Mayans. The other Indian civilization, the Egyptians, they all just <sniffs> disappeared.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, we
0: can go back and, and say an asteroid hit the Earth, destroyed everything. You know, we have proof, allegedly, that humans walked along the side of dinosaurs. They have proof now that these dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. They have ropes around the necks of the dinosaurs dragging the big blocks they found, you know, supposedly. But, you know, how they got them stacked, I couldn't tell you. And then you watch ancient aliens, and their theory is, and I said theory, is that each race, the people that thought they were gods that came from above either got tired or fed up with them because of whatever reason, technology they gave them or whatnot. Because they had light bulbs back in ancient Egypt. We see it on their, on their walls, the light bulbs. We mm-hmm. see the technology. Heck, even Atlantis is supposed to be so far advanced than us. You know? Uh, and Bo helped me out on this. They found that wheel with all the gears in the ocean. On the sea floor is made out of some kind of metal, I forgot, that tells the month, day, time, the moon phase, uh, the leap year, uh, the harvest, all those. And, and it's all gears and it's all complicated. And they didn't have the technology back then to even make that. Yeah, it's the uh, an configure mechanism, Chris. I think I said that right. Yeah. but Yeah, but it, it's in a museum now. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, they say that each civilization got wiped off by, let's just call them aliens or gods, whatever, aliens, gods. And, you know, then we bring up Noah and the flood, you know. I know, ladies and gentlemen, people don't like to bring religion into things, but it, the Bible documents these things. People, especially giants, that we walk among them with, you know, there are missing books out of the Bible, like Enoch and some and walking on the giants and some other books that that are taken out that we're not supposed to know about. That's a fact. Am I right? Yep. Okay. Now, I'm not discrediting in Jesus or God or, or anybody's faith. I don't want to portray that or th- anybody think that. But, you know, people just don't disappear for no reason. And people have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, are we next? Is there going to be a major catastrophe that wipes us out, you know, <laughs> they have theories that we're going to cause another ice age or a meteor is going to hit the earth and cause another ice age or smother us out, you know, global, not
2: warming. global.
0: global, warming. global warming, you know, we're seeing the, the polar caps melt,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and You know, we were talking about thinking outside the box. Now, look at the maps of the oceans that were drawn. You know, and the ships and the sea monsters and the mermaids, you know, that they draw and attacking the ships and the mermaids swimming along the ships. You know, and and everybody said, oh, well, they were just drinking beer and they were drunk and all this other stuff. No. They were drinking beer, but they were reporting what they were seeing at that part of that ocean yeah. where they were sailing. The McCracken, you know, yeah. and that other stuff.
2: And yeah. let me you know, put a point in here. We've already discussed this, but that's their reality. They, in the cavemen, they drew what they saw. The yes, they were did. About, they drew or told stories about what they saw, what they ha- what happened to them. As a matter of fact, you know it's their reality. You can't take it away. It happened. You know it's up to you to disprove it, not just disagree, but disprove it. Otherwise, it's their reality. It happened. So you know, it's just like the it.
0: Egyptians, the hieroglyphs, pictographs, and yeah. the paintings.
2: Yeah.
0: You know they they couldn't spell it out in English what was going on. The only thing they knew is how to do symbols and images. Yeah. You know, they have people in space outfits. They had pictures of light bulbs, pictures of airplanes, pictures of helicopters, Mm -hmm. you know, pictures of bombs. I mean, how else can you take that?
2: Yeah. And all the gods came from the sky. Yeah. Virtually all of them. Right. You have Neptune and all that, God of the Sea. But, I mean, overall, if you go by the last, you know, 5,000 years, the gods came from the sky right something never seen in world war ii uh there was an island i think it was somewhere off of guam but out in the middle of nowhere there were islanders who had never ever seen an airplane ever one of our biplanes flew over there was a single one a single winged not a biplane but a single winged aircraft that was flying uh stuff back and forth and mapping the ocean and they saw this and they thought it was a god so what they do they built an airplane out of straw and they worshiped it that's how real that was i don't remember the tribe but you it's in the south pacific somewhere but it's an incredible story and every time the planes flew over they were rejoicing the gods have come to see us you know so that's not a hoax that's that's them seeing something that they can't otherwise define because they have no touch with humanity ever. Just like the Amazon, uh, you know, uh, headhunter groups and groups that are like, have nothing to do with humans whatsoever. So, but that was their reality. They saw it and they worshiped it and you know, we're, we're beyond that. But my point is, you know, they aren't hoaxing. They saw something and that was their reality. And it was a God and like, you're talking about Atlantis. And, you know, and all, all the things that they probably had and probably, you know, I believe they did have, you know, that was just the way things were. You know, you saw something, you wrote about it, and no one accused you of being full of crap. Until, right. Told around right about now. Now there's hoaxers everywhere. Right. You know, in the Bible,
0: <laughs> it says chariots of fire. Yeah. You know, and other things of, of I don't want to say machines, but flying objects that they drew Mm
1: -hmm. to
0: try and establish what they saw and some of the paintings back then had ufos in it yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah no it's 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 just a it's a it's a funny conundrum we're in you know i mean you've had your experiences i've had mine you know i'm hearing from all these other people and and you just go where there's smoke there's fire. There's something there and we don't have to be hateful and disagree and call each other names and all that hateful stuff, you know, like you see in all the social media groups, you know, everybody wants to be somebody wants to be the one. Yeah,
0: and I, I don't I don't do drama and I tell everyone yeah. right yeah. that, uh, Yeah, you know? it, and, like,
2: and my thing idea.
0: is, too, is if, if somebody has their own belief, that's fine. And if you mm-hmm. don't like it, then I think you just need to scroll on. And that's the way I look at it. You don't don't comment, don't leave a, a an emoji or anything on there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't believe what they say, and you think it's too far out there, or, you know, for example, I just sent you that link to the evidence group. So, for example, if people take photographs, and yeah, some of them are blotchy, some of them are pixeled out, some of them are you know in shadows, but as an amateur photographer, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a professional by any means, you know, I like taking pictures, but you see a shadow at 30, 35 yards in a bush, your eye could see inside that bush, your eyes could see detail. But when you snap a photograph, that picture may not show up what you're seeing, but just that shadow. Mm-hmm. And and they asked me all the time, and I said this in the beginning, they say, Hey Grizzly, is this picture or video real? And I was like, Well, number one, I wasn't there. Number two, I didn't take it. Yeah. Uh, and well, I've got yeah. a girl right here. Her name is Kimberly Cotter. And uh, I don't know if you can see this real well on here. But yeah. uh her and her girlfriends, uh, the book is called Unliking Encounters. You can find it on Amazon. But her and her girlfriend was at a hotel somewhere out, I don't know, in the woods or something. And uh, they were going to go out and do uh, in the trails and everything. And then as they were leaving, they were walking by the front desk. And the gentleman was like, I'll say, ladies, where do you think you're going today? They're like, well, we're going to go take a walk. Well, please be careful, ladies. It is bad season, so be careful. Make sure you don't get too close to the bears. And she's like, okay. So they're walking along and everything, and I don't know, about an hour, hour and a half, they're walking, and, and Kimberly told her girlfriend, stop. She's like, what? She's like, look, there's bears. So her girlfriend starts to turn around and starts to jog off, She reaches in her purse real fast, pulls out a camera, and goes to snap, puts the camera back in her purse, takes off, and she starts jogging off or whatever. So thinks nothing of it. Goes home. A week later, she gets photographs developed, and she comes home. She's looking at them. She starts freaking out. She starts screaming. She calls her girlfriend up. girlfriend thinks she's having a heart attack. She's like, calm down. I can't understand you. She's like, you remember that photograph I took? She said, "Yeah, yeah, the bear." She said it wasn't bears; it was a family of sasquatches, and one of them was holding a baby. She didn't have a five thousand dollar camera. Yeah, she had one of those point and shoots. Click, click. You remember those? Yeah, that's what she had and what made her at that time to reach into her purse to grab that camera to take that picture and that's how that's how she wrote that book mm-hmm. unlikely encounters now I'm, I'm not very good at getting into the picture frame with the cameras but Unlike unlikely encounters
2: yeah i'll look it up
0: so you know Uh, You know, people send me books, and I plug them in. I do it all the time. I don't mind doing it. You know, I don't mind helping people out. But uh, you never know what you're going to run into. You always have to keep an open mind, like you said. You have to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. There's things on this earth that are unexplainable. Yeah. Yeah. Are they demons from hell that's been released from the gates of hell that are causing havoc on Earth? I couldn't tell you. You know, and one thing that I'm trying to get together is a group of medium psychics on my team. Just another group to where when something's going on, paranormal with my guest on the show, which does happen, I can call somebody and bring somebody on live. You never know what the women are going to look like. Yeah. Maybe, maybe put makeup on or get dressed or, but they'll come on live on my show. And the first thing they're like, Whoa, what's going on? I felt this negativity. So I'm trying to get that put together because I've run across some issues. And I'm also trying to find uh, a priest. I talked to one. that has been practicing exorcism since 1982 but he doesn't want to come on and recite the bible i'm trying to find somebody to come on so when i bring stuff up from the bible he can say it's from this book from this chapter in this verse so i'm not shooting from the hip but in the bible somewhere it states and you you could back me up if you want that god tossed or threw out a third of his angels from heaven. Am I correct on that?
2: I believe so, yeah. The the Nephilim or...
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, He did not say he cast them into hell. He said, from heaven. Now, from my understanding, some of them took the route of flesh and blood. Some of them did not. Are those the watchers that we are seeing?
2: Could be the watchers. Could be just Sasquatch. If that's what they do. I mean, that's their. You know, it, it, clans have their watchers while they're sleeping during the day. But yeah, uh, we don't know. You know, my, my right. wife was brought up in a parochial, uh, parochial environment, so she she knows the Bible much better than I do. You know, and you know. uh, you know, we don't know where they ended up. You know, uh, in her theory, and I don't disagree with this, uh, is that when they were cast to earth, like you said, and not into hell, they were cast to earth to maybe uh, regain their stature in the holiness. And some didn't, some did. You know, that's her interpretation of the Bible. Now you had the choice when you got here on earth to do good and get back into God's good graces and end up being a respected uh, being, or you could just be a total creep and end up going to hell. You know, Uh, that was her interpretation of, you know, I'm not well versed in that, you know, but I'm not
0: either. And I don't, and I don't proclaim ladies and gentlemen to be at all, you know, and feel free to comment in the sections. If you know about any of this, feel free to comment or leave a comment. I'd be more than happy to share
2: it. So. I want to address something here. The photographs. Uh, Number one, I've been with people who saw something that I didn't. I wasn't like standing right there next to them, but they took a picture. And I've been there with somebody when they're taking a picture. And I see it. When I'm looking at, when I was standing next to them, I saw what they were seeing, but the photo doesn't come out. It's not there. You know, I've
0: heard that too. And something else have I heard is that people be walking on a trail and it sounds like an elephant is coming down the trail, but it's bipedal and they can see the dirt moving as being stopped. And it stops right in front of them and they can hear the heavy breathing. Where they can't see anything
1: yeah
2: that's the quantum changing the vibrational frequency that's something mystical you know but that does happen here's here's something uh one of my reports for bfro has a professional photographer guy's been all over the world he was sent to uh the uh sam houston state forest in uh, texas he was there to take photos of a certain species of pine tree at a certain time of day so the sun was going to be filtering through the boughs they just wanted to this for the texas monthly magazine which is a big i'm from texas so that's a big magazine down there it's like you know the wall street journal that's a big deal down there he went there he was waiting in this clear cut for the sun to hit a certain, but they told him where to go exactly. They, there's a stand of trees and he was just waiting. He had two cameras, a spare around his neck and one in his hand. He was just waiting for the right time of day, looking at his watch, waiting. And out of this clear cut comes a Sasquatch. And it stands there, looks at him, turns around and walks back into the woods. He had a photo, opportunity, he had two cameras. He couldn't get it up to take the photo. You know, I mean, and then when that creature walked back into the woods, after he got his shot, he was waiting for a Sasquatch behind him, could have been the same one, walked around, but maybe a different one threw a tree at him, pulled up a tree and threw it at him, and it came flying through the trees and landed in the middle of the clear cut. He looked over and he saw the creature. Didn't get a photo. A professional, world-renowned photographer has been all over the world taking photos in war and other scenarios, you know, where split-second timing is important. He couldn't do it he he, was just, like you're so shocked at what you saw
0: process. That's
2: why. Yeah. You're, you're by the time you go, it's gone. It's over. Your, your chance is gone. Or if you pull out the phone or camera, your hands are shaking, you know, it didn't take much vibration to change that photo from a really clear shot to a piece of crap, you know? So, uh, Yeah. So I was reading this Bodie guy, but anyway, so that's why you can't get photos and, you know, I've taken photos and I know exactly what I saw and I don't care if someone believes it, but I'm showing them. But this is what I, when I am looking at the photo, I'm going, where'd it go? (laughs) It's just, it's, it's not there because the camera is not, it's your eyes, but it's not your eyes. It doesn't work the same way. Uh, up to a certain point, you know, with refraction and all that stuff, but it, you're, it doesn't translate, you know, I've, I've got some pretty good pictures in, uh, my book, especially the second one. I mean, uh, uh, I'll, I'll see here if I find this one here, uh, this is off a of trailer cam.
0: okay what's that a
2: picture of? it's a hand it's a sasquatch hand walking in front right in front of a camera uh since i got that photo uh the guy who uh the, there's two guys there's a landowner and a guy who lets he lets hunt his land uh because due to a physical injury uh he can't get around as much and so they have like 30 some odd cameras on this property they're all set up in uh Triangulation is of three so anyway uh we were there filming something for a, a potential tv show which probably is never going to happen and the guy who had the camera he said you know i think i have the photo that was taken 10 or 12 seconds after i walked through that same clearing and that's where he got this hand photo he sends me the Time date stamp photo he's got. The time date stamp photo he has is 36 seconds. At 40 seconds, this handprint was taken. Same camera, same exact location. That Sasquatch was four seconds behind him. He heard him. He felt his presence you know because he was just going out there on a sunday afternoon to check all the cameras and get the SD cards out and swap them out and change batteries if he needed that's a routine you know once every few weeks so he heard it he felt it before he heard it he just knew something was there and it's going to be in the second book but four seconds (laughs) this great creature was right behind him and It's clear as a bell and, you know, the photo of him walking toward the camera is clear as a bell. You see him walking and the background on the hand photo is the exact same. The Sasquatch bumped the camera. That's why it's slightly out of focus. He bumped that camera because you can see in the upper right hand corner of the handprint where it looks like the trees are kind of bent this way. Uh, And that came from the camera being bent because the camera uh, where he was walking and where the Sasquatch hit it, it showed the exact same terrain, but it's just off a little because the camera is turned just a little. And you can see the difference. And there was only four seconds difference. It just blows my mind that he had that. You know, he, he told me it was 10 to 12 seconds. He just couldn't remember. And he sent it to me here last week. I'm going, holy crap! That's in the book. That, that it's just awesome. What do you do with something like that? You 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 know. And this guy is a man of God. He's a preacher. And so, uh, if I'm going to believe somebody, it's going to be somebody like that. He doesn't have any dog in the hunt. He's just showing me and sharing with me what they experience. I've, there's been other events there you know, uh, about things that are going on, you know, uh, things that they're experiencing all the time. But as a picture goes, that is freaking epic. It's just epic, you know? So, uh, you can get photos, you know, I firmly believe they can, uh, Play with the electronics. I think they can affect the electronics in some trail cams, uh, you know, the vibrational. You know, guys say, I put in fresh batteries. They were drained overnight. Or I got four pictures of a deer, then there's three blanks, and then the the photos continue with the same deer in the same general position. So how come there's three blanks there? I mean, you know, they do misfire every now and then, but, you know, a lot of people will mention the battery drainage and or uh, the uh, blanks. In between what is otherwise a continuous reel, you know.
0: I've also told that uh, Sasquatch could see the hour like too.
2: Oh yeah, some some deer can see. You know, I've got one trail camera. It's a really nice one. It's a it's a uh, uh, Reconyx, six hundred bucks. It's a Black Flash, and they're they're coming out with more and more versions of these. I think I think it was like six hundred bucks when I bought it. Uh, other than when you first turn it on. There's uh three or four blinking red lights where the IR is activating, but then it's a black flash. Uh but strangely enough, I've never gotten a photo on that of a because I think they can hear it. I think they can smell the batteries. I think they know uh what a camera is. You know, don't walk to that box with the eyeball on it. That's a human thing. Stay away from that. Well, right. didn't get the memo. <laughs> he just walked, doo-doo, doo-doo, you know, he just walked right out in front of it.
0: Uh, you know. So Bo wants to know what does the guess mean specifically when he says quantum? Uh
2: yeah, you know, well, quantum science, quantum physics, uh it, it is a theory of wormholes, uh black holes, multi-dimensions, uh, all of all of those things that we want to prove it's called quantum science, quantum mechanics, uh, quantum physics, quantum math. And these theories are put together by scientists and scientists all agree on mostly the quantum aspects. You know, you go back to, uh, you know, Einstein. Uh, And so uh, when you want to dispute quantum theory, you can only use Quantum to disprove it, you can't just say, "Well, that's baloney." Prove it. Well, you have to, you know, because science agrees in the quantum physics and math of ways to postulate what might be going on in the universe. So that's that's something they virtually all agree on because you know they came up with it. It's science, but to disprove that, you can only use more quantum mechanics, science, math, physics to disprove it. You can't just say. Well, we tried it in a lab and that can't work you have to show it that that is not a probable thing
0: okay then he says the definition of quantum is that smallest amount of physical quantity that can exist independently especially discrete quantity of electromagnetic radiation so then he says i do landscape photography on a semi-pro basis I can attest that getting a camera up and focus on a suddenly appearing subject is very hard, even if you had the camera settings on auto. Semi pro might be an overstatement, enthusiastic, or an enthusiastic amateur. So, and I agree with that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you just like, it's like, why didn't you pull your gun and shoot the robber? You know, uh, to use a, a violent example, but I'm just saying. Being prepared in a pinch to do what is necessary to keep you safe, prove a point, get the photo, shoot the robber, whatever. You know, we aren't hardwired. Well, we are probably hardwired to do something, but in the on the way up there, we're still thinking: Should I? Can I? Would I? Where did he go? Where's he going? Where's my gun? Where's my camera? You're, you've got too many things going through your head. You know, you have to and, kind of walk around and, like
0: and Plus, you're saying something that you have been programmed your whole life by scientists and the world that says this does not exist. And you're seeing it. Yeah. And like I said before, I, I have grown men. I have some women that actually cannot get over it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not taking cell phone calls on the, uh, show today. Uh, That uh, cannot wrap their mind around it. And they are, are mentally ill because of it and do have PTSD diagnosis by professionals and then have nightmares and tremors because of it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, because it has shocked them that much. Yeah to see what they call a monster in their words you know yeah some some are friendly some say some can get aggressive you know it it really depends mm-hmm. you know you know are the babies around or the juveniles around you know how close you get to them you know yeah. are you feeding them and you stop feeding them you know, I heard stories about that. When you don't feed them anymore, and they're hungry, and they want that food and that Snickers bar. Yeah. So, you know, you got to be careful what you do with them.
2: Yeah. And here, here's, here's how much time do we have? Are we doing okay? Or
0: oh, we got all the time in the world.
2: Okay. Well, here, here here's you know another thing. Earlier, we were talking about you know evidence in the, uh, the social media groups you started, where it's just strictly respectful discourse about things. And this is what I have. And there's no trolling and all that kind of stuff. You know, I've got stuff that would curl your toes. I believe it. I can show that to somebody and they go bullshit. That's fake. How come, you know, how can they'll find all kinds of reasons why it's not real. It's a buddy. I'm telling you, you know, I know the person i know the source i was there whatever reasoning i have i know this person i would trust them with my mother you know and so if you're going to find fault with that what's the use of even sharing it at all because that's where the apers come and the uh the we need a body on a slab groups
0: you know and we had the body the government does.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, here's yeah, the yeah. Thing. But, but we, the public, aren't privy to that yet.
0: Yeah. But here's I, the I, thing. There, there will be no photograph great enough, no video uh-huh. good enough,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and like you said, I have witnessed and seen photographs that look like they came out of National Geographic magazine
1: mm-hmm.
0: on these creatures mm-hmm. And I begged them, why don't you share them? And what they tell me is. Well, Chris, if I share this, people will drive up and down my road, camp out, and when hunting season comes around, I have all kinds of hunters in my woods. So that's why I try to explain to him that he can do that and honestly, and don't have to worry about it.
2: Yeah. Nobody all will know. I'm, yeah, all my people are honest with me. By the way, you did really good with that voice. Sounds like my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going. Is that a recording? Because that doesn't sound like it's coming out of him. But dang no, it,
0: no, it! it's a button.
2: Oh, I was going to say because you mouthed it perfectly, so you had <laughs> me there. See? So, oh, so you just faked evidence oh my god so see you you just fake something so the world will get out and you'll be you'll be doomed you know what i mean see well, just a simple innocent thing like that is that that's also, awesome, but that's true i hear that from people all the time you know they're going to be waiting here to kill one their oh, property's going to be crawling with hunters hunting season yeah. they're just going to be waiting now, I got a guy
0: that's got property. He's got, I think, approximately 30 acres, he tells me. He's got a clan, of, uh, a clan of family on there. It's been on there for approximately 15 years. He's seen them have babies, you know, and so forth. And there's juveniles, and he's seen them growing up. And mm-hmm. And he wants to sell, but he's afraid to sell because he's afraid what's going to happen to him. And, uh, I mean, he, he, he's, he's landlocked. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. You know, he, he's such in love with these creatures and has such many encounters with them, not only gifting, but he's worried what other people might do to him if he sells out.
2: It's a valid concern. really is.
0: So, once again, I gave you that link. All you have to do is hit that button, post what you want, post stories what you want. You know, people people want to hear that because the more people post, more people like those that came forward and those we speak of and those that I have on the show that watch goes that it's just like me. That's my encounter. I'm not the only one. Yeah. I want to share my story. Yeah. And I have people on here before they won't show their face, just, just their voice. Which is yeah. fine. You know, tell your story. Mm-hmm. You know. Now I'm not gonna sit here and read an email, you know, on a live show. No. You know, if you want your story known. Then you can either call in and do it live and not show your face, or you can put a piece of tape over the camera and do it that way. It doesn't matter, but you know, it's drawn a lot more people out, but more people are coming forward with, with stories and encounters in the past 10 years. And just like dog, man, I have heard so much more about dog man in the past seven or eight years than I have in a long time, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, excuse me. My question is, why is that, you know, some people says, well, we're encroaching on their land, you know, but I'm hearing so much more dog man attacks, dog man encounters, you know, dog man pictures. You know, some of the pictures are not that great. Yeah. But, you know, what What am I supposed to say? I didn't take the pictures. I wasn't there. Don't you kill know, the messenger. Discredit. I scroll on.
2: Yeah. Don't kill the messenger. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, and, you know, back to your thing about, you know, people having interactions and scared to leave their property. I monitor for really, really productive habituation sites uh, several generations of the same family have lived on these properties over 100 125 years so they are raised knowing the sasquatch people they're raised knowing them they play with them they show them their babies they they grow up with them so and then that's the what i hear too. the family members that inherit the home they buy the home when the others are tired of, you know, working the land. They're already baptized in the ways of the Sasquatch and how to protect them and worrying about telling too many people, you know, because there's a lot of people, like you said, load up a gun and wait for one to cross the road. And here we go. I'm rich and famous, you know. So, uh, yeah, and I just took my first Dogman report uh, in 2019. Actually, I went out to investigate something in illinois that was supposed to be a sasquatch report and when i got there uh it wasn't it was uh and there's a pretty decent photo and that's going to be in the book the next one uh it's you know it was morphing into its shape it was you know uh it looks like it's very deformed you know you can see the the uh chest uh, you can see the, the shoulders, the arms hanging down by its side, and uh, the girl that took the photo, uh, her, this creature was materializing. That's the story. Don't kill the messenger. And she had a camera strap. And uh, as it was materializing, something yanked her camera, just a hair. I think it got its hand or some part of the body in that strap. And so, but it's actually pretty darn clear uh, for what it is. It's better than most dogman photos, although I'm not sure it's a dogman. It's definitely a humanoid form. It's from about mid-chest up. You can definitely see the arms hanging by the side. Uh, You can see the head. It's kind of a conical head, but it's got a really long snout that seems to have a growth on it. And she said that it was still materializing. That just happens to be the photo I got because it yanked my camera uh so i've had two other reports where they tacked on a dogman story after the uh, sasquatch event so you know it, it, which is kind of funny is the way they both told me two different witnesses don't know each other whatsoever uh they said well they tell me about my the sasquatch event then they say well now i'm gonna tell you something you're not gonna believe I'll say, well, okay, you just told me about a Sasquatch, a creature that doesn't exist. Now you're going to tell me something I'm not going to believe. Bring it. Let's hear it. (laughs) Right. You can't can't stun me with anything you got. You know, it's just not possible. You know, I might be excited and go, wow, that is awesome, but I'm not going to be surprised or shocked. You know, so they tell me about a dog man encounter they had. And uh, one of them was at the same time, uh, one after the other. And then one was, Oh, a few months apart, uh, but they're starting to creep in, you know, but Sasquatch is my main realm of research. So the other things I get, I'm just now starting to get them. And I don't know if I'm not the, the person, you know, cause there's people that just do exclusively dog man, moth man, you know, slender man, the pale whites and all the others, you know, uh, I don't because I'm surrounded with Sasquatch stuff. I've got more stuff I can handle anyway. So it's not that I'm not interested, but, you know, this one photo, it turned out to be, it's a pretty interesting story to it, too. It, they thought it was a dog man. I don't know what it is. It is definitely hominid, you know, bipedal. There's two arms. You don't see anything below the under the pecs. So what it is, I don't know, but it's definitely got a head, a neck, shoulders, arms, and it's a side view only. Uh, creepy, creepy, wild stuff, you know, and these are rural people out in the middle of nowhere, and they told nobody, because, you know, you get ostracized really bad out in the rural, you know. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, the that's just the way it is, you know, they're close-knit people, and, you don't talk about that stuff, because uh, we don't want people out here running around like you were talking about, you know, trying to shoot one. So right. it's just bizarre. There's just so many things going on. We don't understand. Don't know. It's all theory. You know, nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. You know, unless I bet my entire mortgage and my life savings on the last sentence I say, uh, it's all theory because we don't know. There are no experts. If you bill yourself as an expert, oh, be prepared to be so disappointed in your in your, your reviews of your opinions because you don't know anything. Nobody does you know except the government and science you know the lumber and paper companies i think they all know exactly what's going on there's you know we already been over that earlier why there's a reason we don't hear about it because well that's why i said before you
0: have the certain groups that think they're only flesh and blood only
2: yeah
0: which i don't think you should lock your mind into i think you need to be open to everything Mm -hmm. because you know not only you are getting the reports but you also have the encounters And I'm also getting feedback from my interviewees and getting reports of both and the opposite and some in between that's even mixed in reviews. So, you know, where where does it actually land? You know, it may be a combination of
2: everything they're capable of doing.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, I don't know. You know. If, if we can think it, we can probably do it. You know, it might take us a little longer, you know, w- about anything. You know, uh, I've got one story, or a, a quick story I'll tell you if you got time. Oh, we got plenty of time. And uh, we, we've been on it for two hours. So I don't know what your time frame was. But anyway, I've been doing this for a while. And my wife, you know, we share an office and, you know, I get my wall for my prints and stuff. and She, she has her side. But anyway, so uh, she sees my evidence. It reports and, you know, it, for, for the longest time it was, well, that's, that's good, honey. I'm glad you got, you know, a little hobby to, you know, take your mind off of things. And, you know, I, I believe that you believe. So, but after a while, she started getting more and more interested in the the stuff she was seeing on my desk. It's like, oh, oh well, wow, that's pretty good. Hmm. Well, still, I you know, I'm not sure I believe because she, like I said, she was uh, brought up in a parochial environment, you know, uh, you know, went to. Catholic school, uh, actually Lutheran school every day for like eight years that, you know, for her education up in Nebraska. Anyway, so I said, you know what, I'm going to take you to one of my research areas, and uh, I just want to show you what kind of goes on, you know, and she's an old Nebraska farm girl. She's not scared of camping and getting her you know, hands dirty and that stuff. She's a regular old farm girl, you know, she used to you know, pop the heads off a of chicken so they could eat, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, so I take her to my research area here in Missouri, and it's one that you, you, it's about a hundred yards down. It, it, it's at the other end of where I started my story when I was leading that expedition and saw that one vanish. I decided I wanted to come back to that place, and many, many times I've been back, and all kinds of weird stuff's going on there, you know. So I take her there, and you can't drive down it there's a big steel gate because it's rugged rocky terrain it's nasty and gnarly but you can walk it you know uh but you can't drive down there so as soon as we get there um she's starting to get that heebie-jeebie she's all creeped out and says i don't like this place you know when i go to these places i you know you've, you've been in the presence of them you know they're there and I'm not afraid, I'm just aware, you know, I like it when my spidey senses get all tingly, it's like, okay, I know I'm in your presence, you're here, I'm in your living room, thanks for letting me here, uh, be here, so we start walking down this ravine, and I backed my car into, uh, backed up to the gate, so, you know, it was there, and we could make a getaway, we're walking down, she starts freaking, and she's going, I don't like this, something's here, something's watching this, oh, okay, let's just go, I believe you. I said, no, 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 no. I just want to show you nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen to either one of them. I just want you to experience because I, I felt, you know, they let you know they're there. And they're watching you. And you know they're watching you. You can sense them without having to see or hear anything. You just know. So I'm walking down and she's freaking out and she says i'm going back to the car i said no you're not walking back up there by yourself we only got another 50 yards to go it's close it's downhill we'll go because i don't want you walking back up there and i shine the light where my car was it wasn't there it was gone and i'm going where's my car how have that we're in the middle where did my car go she's going what do you mean it's right there i'm shining the light and my car is not there And for her, it is still there. It was there the whole time. I said, how'd that happen? I'm going through all this and I know what's going on, but I can't do anything about it. And so I said, well, look, we're just going to go down here then we'll come back. And I shine the light down where we're going. There's my car where it's impossible for it to be. And I shine the light back up. How did my car, what? And the car's gone and she's going, the car is there. What is the blank blank wrong with you? And I, we go through this two or three times, and then finally, I shine the light back up and go, well, "The car's back." And, and they were putting, they were giving a show to my wife, not to me. I, I knew what they were doing. It's either infrasound or some type of uh, some type of hypnosis where I was made to see my car somewhere other than where it was. And, you know, if she was here, she would tell you the same story. She was totally freaked out. She goes, that convinced me. So we we, we, we walked back up and uh, I, I believe it was either infrasound and or some type of uh, hypnosis where they were just jacking with me, making me to see that. And it's nothing other than what it was. I have an eyewitness, you know, I share a bed with her and a house with her. We know everything about everybody and she knows I wouldn't making it up, I mean, you know, I was perturbed, I was agitated, because I I knew in my head what they were doing, and I think they were doing it to give her the show when I thought I was going to be the one to give her the show, you know, so I was the show, <laughs> it's, it's funny, you know, uh, it, it's funny, now. we laugh about it, but it's, it, was like, right. it was like, oh my god, you know, they jacked with me, and they've done that before, but this one was like, perfect, Because I was gonna be the big badass researcher. I'll show you, honey. I'll show you what I do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I was sitting there going, (laughs) you know, I knew what they were doing. I had no control. I could not do anything about it until they decided to turn off the machine. And all of a sudden, the Wizard of Oz was gone. And there, my car was where it was always. And it was never down here at the bottom of the ravine. Where it was at the bottom of the ravine is where I was shining my camera, my thermal camera when I was doing my expedition, where I saw that one vanish, that's where my car was, a, was, that's, that's where I was seeing my car, at that corner where they walked around, because when you get down to the bottom of that ravine, take a right, it's a beautiful pasture, horse pasture, uh, but it's, it's heavy, 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 gnarly woods across the road, and so that's why I picked that place, and it's still one of my most active research areas it's on public land it's not private property but you know uh, they know me when i come uh, i i know that they know i'm there i've heard them they've spoken to me giving me chatter uh snickering little hyena laughs and stuff uh it's really bizarre but that was just a you know what do you what do you do with something like that when that happens to you you know that's your personal validation now you don't know me i don't know you all that well and you go well, this guy could be full of crap Uh, Or maybe he's real, you know, but you don't know. But all you have is we, you, everybody as witness or experiencers is relate our story. You get rocks thrown at you by the people listening to it. You're going to shut up and never say anything again. And so that's why we don't hear about a lot of this stuff. You know, uh, our statistics are we probably hear at most 20 percent of all actual sightings. I believe that. Other 80% go unreported or they just don't tell anybody because, well, no one's going to believe me. Right. Well, science and the government and everybody else wants, well, I don't want anybody to believe you because we got some things to get straight here before we break the news. So it was just a, an interesting aha moment, you know, and they, they made a fool out of me and I was trying to make a fool out of my wife. Not, not really, but I was just going to show her. You know, every time you tell somebody, I'm going to show you something nothing ever happens. Right. And I fully expected that was going to be the result. And it, it wasn't. So it's kind of funny, you know, uh, but you know, uh, is what it is, was what it was. And it, you know, it, she was there. <laughs> she just, you know, she doesn't like to talk about it, but reluctantly she will. She goes, yeah, that's, that's what happened. You know, and I was convinced my car was somewhere else. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it couldn't have been. And, Shouldn't have been, and turns out it wasn't. So, what's
0: the name of your three books that you have in front of you?
2: Well, Sasquatch Evidence of an Enigma. This is the first, uh, uh, this is uh, the second edition. Uh, and this is Sasquatch Evidence of an Enigma. This is the original book, and so, uh, this is the second edition also. So, I did says uh, Evidence of an Enigma one second edition so it's really i wrote two books and combined them in updated reports from witnesses and this is the same one uh now you you know sybilla Irwin. you know who she is
0: i heard of her yeah
2: yeah she's a, a very very good artist uh i'll have to send you the link uh she does a show on youtube called sketching encounters now this guy that is in my book him and his dad went through many 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 events for 30 years up in canada bc totally mind-blowing some of it just you gotta be kidding me you know uh he was affected by this uh seriously uh but uh he did a two-part youtube she's a sketch artist so she's like a, a criminal artist that's not what she does but if you had a sighting. You describe it, she will draw it and give you the drawing. And you'll go, That's it. That's it. You got it. That's perfect. So that's what she does. She's really good at what she does. And so she drew the encounter uh from my guy. It was two one hour uh YouTube shows it's called Sketching Encounters. I'll send you the links, but the guy was going through you think some of the stuff I told you is off the wall. I mean He's in the wilds of Canada. He was one of the ones that was told by the uh, Canadian uh, lumber uh, company, You say one word, you'll never work in this industry again. You saw nothing, nothing happened. Uh, It's all documented in the book. It's pretty good. But you can, uh, uh, I have a website. It's uh, www.relichominid.com. R E L I C H O M I N I D. Uh, I'm selling both they're they're twenty two bucks a piece because they're full color. They're full color, shiny paper. there's no you know pulp paper. you know, I just like the look when you're showing a green lush forest, it looks like crap and looking at it on a piece of pulp, black and white paper. You know, a lot of her drawings are in this book. I'm selling them both for uh, thirty five bucks and I eat the shipping. Uh, you know, I'll just send you a refund, uh, or if you're interested, you can email me and I'll send you my link to my paypal you can pay me directly and it'll be the exact price you know but anyway uh and the third one i'm working on is going to be 80 85 percent paranormal i'm just trying to keep it that way because i want people that are having these events to want to come forward and not be afraid of ridicule call me or someone like me at least has an open mind and will hear you out and give you valid uh explanations or reasons why this is probably something or it might not be anything, you know, but at least I'll listen to you and I'll talk to you. And I'm not going to go, uh, you're, you're, you're out of your mind, buddy. there's no way that can happen. I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm the other guy. I'm the antithesis of that guy, you know? So it'd be like you, you, you you're in the same realm, but you're going to listen to people. You're not going to just trash them, you know? Oh no, absolutely not. You know? And so that's what I do, but this stuff is going on. And if you don't believe, you don't believe, that's fine. You know, we're not all going to have the same mindset. That's fine. That's why. And there's been times
0: it's hard for me to keep a straight face on the show.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But,
0: you know, what
2: can you not believe? Well, I I don't know. It's just your mindset. If you just haven't, if you're truly interested in this, unless you just think anything that's not ape is just, bunch of crap, you know, then you don't need to consider this stuff because your mind's made up and that's fine. My mind is not made up. You know, I think they operate in a physical and a multidimensional plane. I think they have the skill sets to do such. We can't wrap our heads around that because we're told since we come out of the birth canal that this can't happen.
0: And we're ever like- told everything's flesh and blood. If it bleeds, we can kill it.
2: Yeah. All you gotta do is just consider it. Put it in your pipe and smoke it. That's it, you know. If you don't yeah. like, it, spit it out and just go about your day. And everybody's good, you know. does not have to be hate or disrespect. Just uh, we respectfully disagree, and then we both have our opinions, and we keep on moving. You yeah.
0: know. That's right, Mister Carter. he's hey, he's the man, one and only. We talked about it. If you want to be on my show, Grizzly Show? All you have to do is email me, Grizzly, the paranormal at gmail.com One more time Grizzly The Paranormal at gmail.com Very interesting show today sir I really enjoyed it very good conversation
2: Myself too Grizzly anytime just let me know you know oh, I got
0: to have you back on I mean there's just way too much to know
2: Allah I'll, I'll try to send you a couple of photos that I can share, and maybe we can discuss them if you can post them while we're talking or something, you know. I'll, I'll try to yeah. find that will elicit good conversations. I don't care if you agree or disagree. It doesn't matter to me. You know I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah hey, anything you share on that evidence group, you know, yeah. share. Even some stories. You don't know, have to name anybody. Yeah. So, well,
2: uh, email me your address i'll mail
0: you a couple of books and i'll i'll plug them in on the on the thing too i'll do it for everybody
2: yeah just email me your address and i'll I'll, okay uh, i sure will they're good they're good they're good books
0: oh yeah i appreciate it and i want to thank the admins and moderators one more time for the uh live broadcast uh on their facebook group grizzly bigfoot greatly appreciates your all supports uh, if it wasn't for you all, I uh, wouldn't be where I am today. So thank you, admins, and moderators, once again. Can't thank you all enough. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again of that uh, of the day where we must say goodbye and good afternoon, coast to coast and around the world. Goodbye.
2: We'll see you.